ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the ABCs of Greek. I'm Thomas. I'm Erin. And I'm Jacqueline. And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series, Greek, episode by episode. Wanted to give another shout out at the top to one of our loyal five-star reviewers. Thank you, Sassmaster Extreme. We love the name and we love the uh, comment. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it, guys. Keep rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're talking about season one, episode 17, 47 hours and 11 minutes. The episode originally aired May 5th, 2008, and the IMDb summary is short and sweet. It's Parents Weekend brings turmoil to the students of Cypress Roads. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? (laughs) The episode was directed by Fred Gerber and written by Patrick Sean Smith and Lisa Albert. So the episode opens and it's a KT chapter meeting and Cappy is warning all of the members of Freshman Parents Weekend. And he's basically saying if the pledges want the house to be clean, it's on them. They can decide right now whether or not they're going to clean the house and like have actual food and stuff for their parents at this barbecue that they have. Or if they're going to get let the KT flag fly. Right. And so Ben Bennett, who we find out is the pledge president. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, he says, no, we're not cleaning. Like this is who we are. We don't live with our parents anymore. We don't care. Typical. Well, it's also because Rusty immediately starts cleaning up. And Rusty, you can just tell this is not going to be good for him. This is not the way he works. You know, even if it wasn't his parents, which we immediately get the vibe that he really cares what they think. Obviously it's rusty. Even if that wasn't the case, I think he'd still be spiraling. He's just that kind of person. So they opt not to clean and we see Rusty freaking out. They're at the airport then, Rusty and Casey, and they're waiting for their parents to arrive. Rusty kind of admits to Casey that their parents know he's in a fraternity but they think it's a service fraternity. They probably are like, our son is so dorky. There's wow. No way he's in a real frat. Yeah. And they meet him or we meet them and it all makes sense. And they meet their son. Yeah. I guess this was before the days of like Facebook too and like social media. So I feel like a lot, you actually probably could be more secretive about what you did. I think it was in the thick of Facebook, but also like I feel like parents were on it. So I don't know. Yeah, oh, that's true. Around it. I was saying in this scene, the Cartwrights, like they most must both be Scorpios. They're so secretive. They're mm-hmm. sneaky. Yeah, they're really sneaky. They're sneaky. Which uh, is weird. I didn't, gross. I like, I haven't really thought about their parents that much up until this point. Were you guys, was it kind of jarring to you to like see them interacting with parents I mean I had seen it but also like I remember when we did like the first episode we were like where are the parents where are the parents moving them in so here they are like yeah it's like a universe where people over 23 don't really exist so it's kind of (laughs) and one shows up he says that he's never lied to them before we also find out that Casey's mom's name is Karen which also makes a lot of sense as this episode goes on yeah, and they're both professors. Yep, they're both professors. And like, we kind of get the vibe that, you know, they think Casey has made all of the wrong decisions, like being in ZBZ and stuff and resting the golden child. So back at ZBZ, Casey is preparing everyone for Rebecca's parents to come because it's going to be the senator and, you know, the senator's wife. And Franny is kind of hovering And then she starts to ask Casey about when the last time Casey talked to Evan was. Yeah. We see a bit of her weird kiss with him coming back around. She's clearly, Franny's interest is peaked. And then Rebecca is using this as an opportunity to order Casey around. You know, she's like, my dad doesn't like biscotti. Get the biscotti out of here. Also, Ashley comes up to Casey. She's asking about Casey's parents whether or not they're going to stop by the house because they didn't come to her freshman parents weekend because she was sick and then Casey was like basically admits that she wasn't really sick but she like said she was sick so her parents would cancel 
And then there's some more biscotti slander. Yeah, Ashley calls biscotti loser cookie crouton wannabes. <laughs> I love biscotti. Oh yeah, Trader Joe's or even Starbucks. Like I just remember getting the Starbucks ones. Dipped in a chai latte. Dipped in a hot chai latte in late November. Oh, I think it's light. I know what I'm getting at Trader Joe's this week. I'm buying some biscotti and I'm going to enjoy them. Oh my gosh, I can't wait till they put out the fall stuff. Wait, I have a quick like note about Casey's mom too. So I know this is kind of going back a little bit, but she, the actress who plays her is the sister of John and Joan Cusack. He looks like a Cusack. I was thinking thinking she looks like Joan Cusack. That is so funny that you, that that's who that is. Like I would, you know, they all, all the Cusacks have that mouth thing. The voice. Yeah. The, the voice mouth. and like the way that they talk, like they're like the way that their mouth moves is very specific. And I literally thought that, especially at the, the last scene yes. where you really see it. That is so wild. So I did some IMDb stalking and I saw her name was Anne Cusack, but it didn't register to me at all. I was just like, oh, like she's been in some things I recognize. Maybe I've seen her before. And then I was like, then I saw her talking and I was like, wait, yeah. she's so similar to Joan Cusack. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. I didn't know there was another Cusack. So yeah. Joan Cusack in another universe could be their aunt. <gasps> oh, and I John. love that crossover. Oh my God, Joan, come on the pod. Uh, <laughs> we'd love to have you. We get all the Cusack siblings. <laughs> the trio. There could be a fourth that we don't even know. Oh my God. I think there might be actually. The Cusack universe. It's like the Marvel. <laughs> it's like the MCU. The metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really interesting, Thomas. Thank you uh that sounded like I wasn't being serious but no I'm <laughs> I sounded like a class like you're welcome <laughs> thank you for sharing that wow Rusty is like planning out he's trying to pack this weekend full he doesn't want to have any time aside for his parents to be questioning about his service fraternity so he's in his room and he's putting together his schedule for his parents. None of them include stopping by the KT barbecue. Dale is like really like loving the fact that Rusty is embarrassed by KT. He is so excited. Dale is so excited for his parents to arrive. Wait, but he he tells them that his parents cried and his dad said GD for the first time when he told them that his roommate was in a frat. Yeah. Yeah. But we find out later as as his mother Norma says, they're not judgmental people. So Dale's parents do come, Norma and Fred, and we find out that his parents will be staying the 48 hours on an air mattress in their dorm room. That his mom starts blowing up orally. Like immediately. <laughs> and they're so happy that the Confederate flag is still hanging and they say grandpa would be proud. It's getting good mileage, they said. Oh. oh. Yeah. Also, the mom, so Dale's mom is in Ice Princess. <gasps> of course she is. With Joan Cusack. With Joan Cusack. She's oh, the mother. Oh my God. So do you remember like <laughs> Casey? So Casey is the lead. Do you remember like the girl she skates with? And one of the girls is called Panettiere. No, no, the flying shrimp. The flying shrimp. She's the flying shrimp's mom. She is because they both have like the red hair and like the bob. Yes. Oh, literally the Cusack Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) The crossovers. We've had a lot of Ice Princess crossovers. Yeah. It's cosmic. It is. How interesting. Yeah, I hate Norma and Fred right off the bat. Really, they annoy the crap out of me. Like, really bad vibes. Terrible vibes. Like, if I saw them in line for something, like, and I was going to have to be right behind them, I'd wait for someone to go in the middle of us. Also, they're, like, the kind of people you meet and at Disneyland. Yeah. Or, like, on a road trip through the mm-hmm. Midwest at, like, a rest stop, and you just want to, like, scream and cry and run. Kathy... And Rebecca are walking on campus and they're talking about, you know, what it's like being a senator's daughter. And Cappy is kind of trying to mentally prepare himself for what he thinks is going to be his first meeting with the senator. But then Rebecca breaks the news that he will not be meeting Senator Logan. And he kind of tries to brush it off, but you can tell that he's hurt. 
Also, though, I'm like, it is kind of soon to meet parents. It's all of him to just assume. Yeah, it's soon. And like, he has his own stuff going on. I mean, he he really just assumed. He didn't even ask. He just yeah. thought he was going to be meeting. He's like, oh, I just want to prepare. And she was like, well, you're not meeting him. So don't worry about it. Right, right. Yeah, I... I, I I get it because it's like parents weekend but it is it is still a bit yeah it's hard to know the context of what he would what he thought the meet would look like because if if they're he's just going to be on campus and it's like a quick meet and greet but I don't know I think one thing is weird this is a second semester parents weekend Mm, you're right I don't know winter yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird timing. And they've only been dating, I guess, for like maybe a month at this point. Jacqueline, ours was second semester. Because remember freshman year, we had the parent brunch. Oh, oh my gosh, you're so right. Ours was second semester. So Rusty's presenting his parents with the schedule of events at brunch. And there's so many things. There's like three different walking tours of the campus. So many walking tours. One is a geological walking tour where I guess they're just going to talk about the rocks. One is like a, wasn't a, was a historical. There were so many different tours. How many things do you need to know about this campus and how big is this campus supposed to be? It's very confusing. His parents are excited about it, of course. Um, They ask if Casey wants to join. She says she'll be busy entertaining the senator. Her parents immediately start like ragging on the senator I mean he doesn't sound like a great person however like that is a big deal that she's a junior in college and is going to be basically throwing and hosting this event for like a political leader but she also is like using it to insult Casey she says it's a good place for him to be because of his like academic budget and it's a great place for people who aren't academic or whatever she says like yeah it's a place for him to avoid the fact that he like cut like this academic funding or whatever she's so mean to Casey vile it's really gross I I literally wrote they're so dismissive of Casey and it's gross they're just really like outwardly mean to her and then his parents ask about um Rusty's fraternity and he says that all of the guys are out of town building huts in Mexico it's closed he said it's quote closed this weekend (laughs) as if organizations have hours not only is he annoying, he's a terrible liar. But they buy it. Of course. They I love Rusty. They buy anything that he's selling. And then they're taking the geological tour and they're looking at a rock and Beaver spots them. And he comes over and he's screaming, spitter, spitter, spitter. <laughs> and he introduces himself and Rusty says, this is Charles. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, Weaver is like, it's so great to meet the crazy Cartwrights. And um, he says, Rusty's a little bit uptight, but we're working on it. And his parents are both clearly kind of thrown. And they say, uh, oh, he says, are you guys going to come to the barbecue tonight at the house? And they're like, oh, I, I get, like, they're very confused. He leaves and they ask, why aren't they in Mexico? And Rusty says, oh, they must have come back early. And his parents say, why were they calling you spitter? And <laughs> Rusty says, because I spit on injustice everywhere. Figuratively. Oh my gosh. And he really doesn't like at all. Uh, He's really the vehicle of injustice. (laughs) Also for two professors, they are the stupidest people. They buy it. I know. I can think of a hundred better lies. Like, right. Like off the bat, you're going with, I spit on injustice. Also the tour guide in this scene was giving the most. Did you notice that? I was like, who is this girl? She was in the Mindy project. Yes, she was. was. She was a pretty accurate representation of a campus tour guide, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, remember how they used to, like, walk backwards with their water bottles, and they'd be like, it's a special skill, walking backwards and talking. I wanted to be a tour guide so bad, and I interviewed, and I wrote in my cover letter, I'm really good at walking backwards. 
<laughs> and in the interview, which was a group interview, by the way, and I thought I killed this interview. They were like, by the way, we don't walk backwards anymore. So why? <sighs> and I was like, okay. Anymore. It's a liability. Oh my gosh. I also interviewed um, twice. And we, the fact that they didn't hire either of us, I think we both got offered the summer, yeah. like last ditch mm-hmm. yeah. summer tour guides. I mean, yeah. they were desperate for the summer ones. They offered summer. Why? I was so furious. I'd never interviewed again. I was so, and then I found out who in the group did get it. I'm furious yeah. for you both. Like they look at us now. They're hosting off. this podcast. Seriously. Now. <laughs> talk, 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 talk. I was really mad. I remember being quite bitter about that. But you know what? Wasn't the right fit. So at DBZ, Casey is getting everyone ready for the senator to arrive. Everyone's dressed up and kind of frantically running around. Ashley is wearing her beret, which is so funny because did you see the TikTok I made about like, we need an American girl doll who is a ZBZ? She's like wearing a beret. She oh looks God. like an American girl doll. That is literally how she is dressed. The little yeah. pink beret and then I think she's like a pink vest too. Yeah, it's like, it's sequined pink and black. Yeah, I mean, I love berets. I actually wear them pretty often. I have to send you both a picture of me that I found recently of like an outfit I was wearing literally like three years ago that <laughs> is, looks like an American girl doll outfit. <laughs> Thomas, we did wear our berets when we all go out and get lemon drops because I have a cheetah print beret. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I don't have a beret, but I can wear my Daisy Bucket hat. Or you can Amazon a beret. Category is dressed like a ZBZ sister at Parents Weekend. Perfect. (laughs) So Rusty and the parents arrive at ZBZ and Casey's a little shook uh, because they were not really supposed to be there. And she's, you know, already really stressed about Senator Logan being there. And he's like, oh, I I needed to bring them here because like they decided to go to Capitao and like I need to go set up. And he basically just starts like, So she kind of gets it right away, but she actually lets him go. She's kind of like, okay, that's fine. She's like really put it. She is really just like trying to hold her tongue. She's being a good sport. She is clearly not having it at the brunch either, but she's like, okay, Rusty. Like, even though KT is way worse than ZBZ. She's being so accommodating to Rusty, who's, once again, putting all of his stuff on her and making her fix his problems. So he can continue looking like the golden child. Yeah. And their parents are so difficult. So I really feel bad for Casey in this moment, but she's like, I'm going to take it in stride and like make this work. And then there's this really quick scene of Dale showing his parents around the campus. They're like fully in CRU gear they have like foam fingers and like you know CRU hats and everything but you can just clearly see that he's getting really annoyed by them because they're actually the worst kind of people and they're trying to document every like everything that he does throughout the day like every route that he takes oh that's right and they're like taking photos of it <laughs> we have so much merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the merch, I was like a little bit, it felt like it was pretty quickly put together. Did you notice that? I was like, this doesn't really look like it belongs to any school. No, I didn't notice that. But I also didn't know that the CRU colors were supposed to be blue and white. Yeah. I think it looked like Yankees. It did. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. It was, it was like drawing stripes. Yeah. Rusty walks into Capitao and he's like, I got to clean the house. He tells, uh, he confronts Cappy about it. He's like, you know, I'm not ready to show them, you know, who I really am. Like, he's basically like, I know you are, but I'm not. And then there's some, there is some transphobia in this scene. It's really awful and should not be in there. All the pledges are cleaning, Rusty realizes. So Rusty is just like, oh, he kind of has like, he becomes a lot more calm because he realizes that he's not alone. 
all the pledges like want to impress the parents and um Cappy does say by Saturday they always turn into Amelia Bedelia's like everybody <laughs> kind of, um everybody kind of like has that you know cavalier approach until like Saturday when they realize their parents are about to show up and then they get all nervous and want to clean so this is the next scene is in the ZBZ house and Casey's parents are like picking at the charcuterie and they're being so mean to Casey. They're just like basically taunting her about what she wants to do with her future. I think this is where she mentioned she might go to law school. Mm -hmm. She's thinking about politics. Yeah. And they're like, well, what do you want to do in law school? They're like berating her. Yeah. Yeah. They're going in on her, but before they even do that, doesn't Rebecca's dad come in? Like they're eating. Oh no, they're they're oh, eating yeah. mean to her, but I think in between, like they ha- they're kind of being mean to her. He comes in, her mom starts being immediately inappropriate. Yeah. And Rebecca's dad is also accompanied by this woman who's giving major Meredith Blake vibes from the parent yeah. trap. Like I thought it would might be her for a second. It does have that energy. <laughs> but she also like doesn't speak. <laughs> she has no mind. Like supposed to be his assistant. Yeah. So he walks in and yeah, Casey's mom, Karen, is like being the ultimate Karen immediately. She's just like, she immediately confronts him about his funding for education. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, she's like, well, he's a politician. Like he's a public servant. He should be able to answer these questions. Hey, that's fair. If you saw the guy in a Starbucks or something, like this is your kids, like big moment, like be quiet. Yeah. And this, this is, is right. That's your child. Like stop. I- it's- and it's right after Rebecca, like, introduces Casey as the president to him, right? And, like, he's like, yeah. oh, wow, what an honor to meet, like, the president. And then immediately he's like, oh, whose parents are you? And they're like, we're Casey's parents. So she kind of, they, like, put, Casey wants to get into politics, and yet they're putting her in, like, a really bad light for the senator. It's not even, like, that. Like, I don't even think they know that at this point, because I think <laughs> that she says that, but, like, it just, you don't do that to your kid, even if you like, like also, it's, it's inappropriate in that setting anyway. Yeah. It's so inappropriate. Almost. I see where Rusty gets his rudeness. I literally wrote that. No, I, no wonder Rusty is the way that he is. You yeah. can totally tell, especially like the way they're, they're so intense about it in such an annoying way. Inconsiderate. It's like, yes, you can have your values, but you're being inconsiderate to your child. Like this is a right. big thing for her. If you they act like she's just a joke, which is like the audacity to act like Casey Cartwright is like a right. dud. And also like she's saying, she's giving them like a very decent plan for her future. Like they're like, well, what are you doing here? Like, we just want to see you have some kind of plan. They're talking to the woman who broke up with Kathy because he wasn't serious enough and is always talking about being serious and basically like is running a business like of hundreds of girls and keeping track of finances and all of that stuff. Uh, you and can see saying, it. Yes, it was yeah. ridiculous. Like they clearly don't know her. If I was her, I would be so hurt, which she obviously is. Yeah. And Ashley comes in to try to like save the day. She's hyping her up. Yeah. And she is hyping her up and she starts mentioning, you know, all of her accomplishments and how she really like brought the sorority back to where it was. And then of course, like Ashley's just kind of excited and she's like, and now we can like have like parties and mixers and stuff. And Casey's parents, of course, are like so upset about that. They're like, you know, of course our daughter is like, you know, partying and not being serious. And they say, like, you should be spending, like, as much time on your school life and your future as you do in your social life. And she's, like, it's, like, the part of the same thing. Like, they're just not seeing it. And as if she's, like, getting bad grades. I know. I literally wrote, meanwhile, their son cheated in his class in case (laughs) he's basically running a business. Like, Rusty (laughs) is doing genuinely bad things and making genuinely bad decisions and being a not good person to the people around him and Casey is thriving yeah you're so right and now you can see also it like gives you a little bit more empathy to Casey when she was like feeling so torn about Cappy and why she Mm -hmm. needed to feel serious probably because she felt this like unconscious and also really like ever-present pressure from them Mm -hmm. so the next scene is at Dobbler's and we see 
Casey kind of walk in and she finds Cappy at the bar drinking. They're kind of just drinking their sorrows away. So basically, like, they're Cappy's upset because Rebecca won't introduce him to her father. And then Casey's upset because her parents are just fucking terrible, as we just <laughs> witnessed. <laughs> so, um, Cappy loves that Casey's excited to see them disapprove of Rusty. Casey, I think Cappy's kind of like enjoying this side of Casey. I feel like he likes to bring out her sort of reckless spirit. <laughs> well, he says from what her and Rusty have been saying about their parents, he's expecting oozing green monsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Casey asks what Cappy thinks of like Rebecca's dad being a senator, you know, and what that was like to meet him. Cause she, she doesn't know yet that he hasn't been introduced. And that's where Cappy admits that Rebecca really won't introduce him to her. That's when Casey's like, wow, you really like her. It kind of like hits her. I don't think she thought about how serious it might be until that moment. And he goes, yeah. Yeah. Casey's kind of like, you know, give Rebecca some slack when it comes to her dad. You know, like I think Casey is kind of finding a soft spot for Rebecca here, especially given who her parents are. And Mm -hmm. Cappy's shocked that... Casey would stand up for Rebecca. Mm-hmm. She's growing. She is. Yeah. And it's kind of just heartbreaking. It's like, I just feel really bad for Casey in this episode. She's yeah. growing no thanks to her terrible parents. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're back in Dale and Rusty's room. Dale has his headphones in and he's just completely ignoring his parents. He cannot stand them. His parents are smelling a card game What does that mean exactly? No. Sorry, smell. Yeah, they go, um, yeah, that's sorry. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> they keep, like, his mom's tapping him on the shoulder and they're like, let's do something. Let's play a board game. His dad goes, I'm smelling a card game-a-thon. Oh, that's right. Because they want to do, like, another game of Uno or something, right? Yeah, they just want to play oh, board right. games and chat. And I can't, can you imagine your parents staying in your dorm room freshman year? No. They wouldn't rather sleep outside <laughs> they would have never what parent would want to do that it's it's gross it's yeah gross. i feel like if you're i feel like if you're a college student who wants your parent to stay in your dorm that's where like family therapy session would be beneficial yeah it's the inn the very nice inn it's giving lorelei gilmore staying <laughs> with rory yeah. oh my god at least she made it fun though yeah. yeah, I guess if my mom was Lorelai Gilmore, I'd be like, fine. But it's, my mom is not Lorelai Gilmore. I mean, I love my mom, but I just don't want her staying in my dorm. <laughs> and also, I think that's fair. Four of those dorm rooms are so gross. Like, ew, 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 ew. The whole thing is weird and creepy. <laughs> yeah, so Dale's like, I've got to go. And his parents, of course, are like, oh, we'll come with you. And then they, they decide that they want to eat dinner at 4.30 p.m., which is bizarre. She's like, that's why I'm so cranky. It's dinner time. <laughs> my stomach's been growling like a tiger. Oh my God. He's like, she's like, you wouldn't know because you had headphones in. <laughs> Stop. I don't know why that's so gross to me that they wanted to eat dinner at 4.30, but something about that just gave me the ick. Sometimes I don't even eat lunch until 4. Yeah, I love a late lunch and I kind of love a late dinner. Love. Very European. The day going. (laughs) And a siesta. Yeah, I mean, after study abroad, everything changed. Stop. (laughs) Imagine if Rusty went abroad. He would be insufferable. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. So then we are... We are plagued with this really painful scene, which honestly feels almost like it's not a scene in Greek. I'm I'm like, wh- where are we? We're in this hotel and the Meredith Blake-esque assistant mm-hmm. of Rebecca's dad, who I think her name is like Heather. Mm-hmm. Heather is sneaking out of Senator Logan's hotel room and like her hair is like super messy and her makeup is smeared all over. Like, it's tiptoeing and she's like a cartoon a character like it would have been so much less obvious if she had just walked out of his hotel room it's like she's his assistant she might have just been in there like planning something right like pull yourself together tiptoeing in a bathrobe 
She doesn't even look both ways because Rebecca's right there. Yeah. And it's sad. Like Rebecca catches them and, you know, she, she's clearly upset. She has tears in her eyes. And she's like holding back and he acts like nothing's happened. And so does she. She's kind of like, that's I think when she decides that, you know, she is going to introduce him to Cappy, right? Is it in that moment? Well, we just see like her dad comes out and he, they both act like nothing happened. And he goes, oh, um, Heather made us a reservation at like the Red Barn or some restaurant. (laughs) That's it. No offense to Heather, but I want to go somewhere else. And then like you kind of see her little devious wheels turning. That's what it is. And it's something about this just feels so gross. The fact that he just hooked up with Heather and he's like zipping up his pants and then gives his daughter a hug. Ew. And just that he doesn't feel like awkward or ashamed at all when it's so clear. Like, does he really think Rebecca's that stupid or does he just not care? Yeah. Cause, oh, something I forgot to mention earlier when he walks into ZBZ, he mentions that his mom is sick or I'm sorry, not his mom. Her mom is sick. And she's constantly, she asked like multiple times. She's like, dad, what happened? Mm-hmm. She knows, she knows something's up. Yeah, it's giving he murdered her. Heather. It's giving she's under the porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds very staircase-esque. <laughs> so Casey decides to join the family to go to the Capitao barbecue. And because she's, you know, expecting to watch Rusty sort of go up in flames. Yeah, she's excited. She's She's not proud, but she's excited. Yeah, and she walks in and she's like, shocked that it's super clean you know the banner does say brothers in service which is a it does align with what rusty was saying to his parents but also like what about the kids whose parents know they're just joining a frat like isn't that weird too yeah i guess Pretend they, it's a service frat i guess, well technically shouldn't all fraternities be a service fraternity you know what i mean yeah no i know what you mean but i mean like i think they could just say like oh rusty saying he tells casey that he's going to pull off you know the best show of his life because she's been doing that which is also just kind of unclear like it's not really true she's not really hiding anything yeah She's pretty transparent. She just takes the criticism on the chin. Right. And it's like kind of mean of him. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like she's been honest the whole time and she's kind of just accepted that she's a disappointment to her parents a little bit. And so I don't know what Rusty meant by that, but Rusty's being annoying as per usual. And then Rebecca brings Senator Logan over, over to Cappy and she's, it becomes clear very quickly that she's just trying to make her dad mad because Cappy is everything that her dad isn't or like that her dad wouldn't want her to be with. You know, he, she keeps talking about how he has no ambitions and he doesn't have a major that he's decided on. And she says something like his parents, like Cappy moved a lot and his her dad goes, oh, like army brat or like they were in the army or something. And he goes, before he can say anything, Rebecca says, no deadheads. They follow the band around everywhere. Yeah, she's just, she's really making him look bad in front of her dad. And it's really heartbreaking because you can see Cappy's kind of hurt. And he's Rebecca- just saying really cruel things about him that he has no ambition. Like, yeah, she, it's hurtful. Yeah, she's being mean. And, you know, obviously she just saw Heather kind of scamper out of the hotel room. But don't also, take it out on Cappy. Right, also Cappy is a human. <laughs> yeah, he's a human with feelings. But this is where they do reference the weather. Um, yes. I forget how... He says how- it's 20 degrees warmer here than anywhere in the state. That's why we never have to wear coats. The upside of global warming. And then Rebecca's dad says, if global warming was real. Ooh. It was hilarious that they addressed it. It felt like a fourth wall break. Like, I couldn't believe you were getting that. I love that. So great. 20 degrees warmer here than anywhere else in the state. And I feel like if I wasn't doing this podcast, I don't know if it would have registered quite the same way. I never noticed it when I watched it before. But I'm sure they enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it is. It's always sunny at uh, Cypress Roads. <laughs> so Cappy pulls Rebecca aside and he's like, why are you trying to make me look like Kevin Federline? <laughs> Which that was Britney Spears' ex, right? Yeah. yeah was a hilarious line. That was the one that um, her backup dancer that she oh and, yes and then doesn't Rebecca say something like well Kevin Federline's not that bad no she says Kevin Federline is an upstanding citizen <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and that's so Cappy Cappy's smart you know he realizes that she's just she's like he's like what's the deal here and he quickly picks up that she's just trying to like piss off her dad and he's hurt you know she's she, Rebecca's like does it's not quite registering it and she's like you know like let's go back you know like, let's get a drink and he's like I'm gonna leave like I'm not going back with you and then Rusty's parents are leaving and they stumble upon Ben Bennett and Rusty and they're like so thrilled by like how the night went and like how Rusty is such a perfect child and then out of nowhere like a tequila bottle falls like I don't know where it came from. Was it in his pant leg? It's so strange. A full tequila bottle or, or like a full size empty tequila full bottle. Size, empty bottle. It's like it fell from the sky. Like I, I don't know where. Yeah. It truly no idea where it came from. It just was out of Ben Bennett. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe he was holding it like behind his back, but even that wouldn't make sense. But also why? No one there was drunk. Yeah. It falls like he laid an egg, like in such a <laughs> weird way. And then the way they explain it away doesn't even make sense. Rusty goes recycling and it, they're like, oh, okay. His parents go, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, carry around empty bottles. I was Casey. Oh, my God. Well, she's livid at this point. They're, she's in the car with them on the way back to their hotel. And the parents are just, like, gushing. And also, it's like, okay, but that was a bare minimum showing, even if it was a service work. Yeah. It, the house is still gross. Yeah. And it's just like, what was that spectacular? And Casey is just, like, steaming mad at this point and she slams on the brakes pulls a yui and says she forgot something at the kt house because she knows that that party is going on after because rusty said come back and he's like smug about it in the moment and he doesn't even realize that it would piss casey off he's like i got away with it oh i'm so happy come back for the party and she takes him into the basement and she said i left it in the basement they're like when were you in the basement (laughs) and they go down and see the kts in their party glory and then rusty is handing out jello shots in a full (laughs) old-fashioned maid like sexy maid outfit amelia bedelia amelia bedelia (laughs) it's horrifying to witness two things when they walk into the basement Casey's parents go, who are all these people? And Casey says, Katrina victims. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then oh. when they're in the car, her mom, her mom has a crush on Ben Bennett. She's like, Ew. did you hear about that boy, Ben Bennett? Yeah. kidney donor. And she's like, you didn't tell me that. Someone else told me that. Isn't that great? Like, she cannot stop talking about Ben Bennett. Yeah, Karen. Karen's obsessed. Also, the way Casey turned that car around was hilarious. Like she, the way she snapped on those brakes. Final straw. And Rusty clocks his parents, and he just says, "Mom, Dad, I don't drink." <laughs> just <laughs> the only thing he could come up with in the moment. We're back at the ZBZ house. And Casey's telling Ashley about what happened. And Ashley says she can't believe anyone would buy that the KTs were a service org in the first place. And then Rusty like bursts in and Ashley looks at him and she goes, Ooh, you're like scary mad and scampers away. And Rusty just like goes off on Casey. He says, I'm not like you. I care what mom and dad think. And this sets her off because she's like, of course I care what they think. They're so mean to me. Like they think you're perfect and I'm not. And then he goes, you try being Casey Cartwright's dorky little brother. Like boo fucking who? Let me get out my tiniest violin. Do you know how much more damaging it is to have parents that say they're disappointed in you than be kind of nerdy? Right. And then you still get the, it's better than being nerdy without a hot sister. (laughs) 
so yeah true. who's been nothing but like helpful to you and given you good advice and guidance and, yeah and on all of your emotional trauma and dumping like she always takes it on she lost her shit and I don't blame her I would have done the exact same thing and probably a lot sooner like I probably yeah. blurted it out and also it's not like she made him dorky if anything she's been pushing him to try and be cooler yeah, yeah. And helping him. And she he also did the exact same thing to her. He brought them to the ZBZT without, like, like, that was the first thing. He he wasn't even thinking about the consequences. He was just like, she'll deal with it. He never does. And yeah, and she says to him, she goes, you're 18. You need to stand up for yourself. And I was, thank you, finally. Like, this kid has no backbone. She's exactly right. Stand up for yourself, Rusty. It's your life. And then he says, well, they're making me quit, KT. Oh my God. That I like rolled my eyes so hard. I was like, you're an adult. Also, it's like, well, if they're paying for your college, then- Also, like- you know that they're not going to make him quit, KT. They clearly are obsessed with him. I'm sure you can like finagle your way back in. It's fine. Like, how would they even know? <laughs> Yeah. Right. What can the dues possibly be for that fraternity? $20 a semester? Like, yeah. it was deeply annoying. He he didn't even listen to anything. Well, in that moment, seemingly, he did not hear anything that she was saying about how hard it had been on her. All about him. Again. All about him. So now we're at the ZDZ house and Rebecca walks into the living room with some cheeseritos. Ash is sitting there. She is like, kind of eyeing Rebecca like what do you want and she starts talking about how she thinks it's over with Cappy and Ashley goes oh so did you cheat why (laughs) and she goes I humiliated him (laughs) and Ashley like starts walking Rebecca through the steps of how to make up with Cappy she's saying gifts of the guilty parties choosing and follow up with a full groveling apology and like I this sounds pretty good to me I have a few people that I've dated that I think could actually use this outline very very useful Ashley always knows what you just send them this clip yeah like check it out you might need this you might need this take note take take meticulous notes like we do watching this episode and let me know what you find so Rebecca is like, this is what she was looking for when she was shuffling in with her cheeseritos. And Ashley just always, she's just a good friend. She's like there for people. Yeah. Now Dale is telling Rusty how like he's basically really uncomfortable with how Parents Weekend has gone. And he's saying like, I'm just not the same guy that I was when they sent me away. And Rusty's like, that's what college is all about. It's about growing and and it's like, yeah, it's a good moment for Dale, but Rusty's just annoying about it. Like it is about growing for sure, but it's like Rusty, stop. Once again, Rusty's giving a self-serving speech where he's supposed to be helping Dale, but he's really talking about himself and trying to justify his own actions. Yeah. Hmm, I think I've seen this film before. (laughs) I am down bad on Rusty again, yet again. Yet again. The whole thing is taking place, by the way, right outside the door of their dorm room. Yeah, they're just standing there. Well, I guess maybe his parents are in there. They're in there, and he said that he... He needed a break so bad that he put on the passion of the Christ and said he had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I've never seen that movie. I remember my parents watching it and they said, leave the room. Like I I walked in to get something and they're like, get out of here. The next morning, Rebecca walks into Cabby's room with breakfast, a greasy breakfast sandwich and soda. And she's explaining to him that sometimes she just can't help herself when it comes to dealing with her dad. And Cappy's like not really having it. And she's saying, well, that's not my excuse, but like my reasoning is my dad's having an affair again. And she's apologizing and she says she doesn't want to push him away. And then she says in a very roundabout way, because I might kind of sort of maybe care about you. And he's like, oh, don't flatter me. Like, (laughs) but I thought she was going to say love you. I, th- I think Damn. she I think she wanted to she's an anxiously avoided queen yeah like we know Rebecca Logan's attachment style and she is an anxious avoidant to the T yeah right. she really yeah. is but this is like good enough for Cappy he's he 
is like, okay, that's if I were going to accept, accept an excuse that is one that I can understand. Like he's empathetic to the situation. Yeah. And they're like cute. Like whatever. It's fine. It's she really cares about him. I mean, she did do a shitty thing, but she really does care about him, which is sweet. It also shows her growth too. Mm-hmm. She's growing for sure. She's becoming more likable. And that's something that Ashley says to her when they're talking. She says, you've been a lot more, I don't know if she says likable or nicer since you've been dating him. Yeah, I think but nicer. I think she says fair. nice. But yeah. Now we're outside Espresso Farm and Casey is like really trying to convince her parents to let Rusty stay in Kate's He. Um, she doesn't need to do that, but she is going to bat for him. And Rusty materializes behind her and starts talking about how great Casey is and like everything that he admires about her and like basically being like, you guys are so hard on her, but she's great in all these ways. And it, I'm, I was taken aback by a, a moment in which I like Rusty. It was actually for once a like little spark of growth because really? Casey is saying to them, like, don't worry, Rusty's not going to turn out like me. And that's when he goes, I would be lucky to turn out like Casey. And he lists all of her accomplishments. And it's shockingly the one time her parents listen, even though she's been telling them about all of these things all weekend. Yeah, it was sweet and surprising. It was like a little corny, but I was here for it. Yeah, it's the growth we needed to see. Oh, and he announces he, he will be staying in the frat. <laughs> yeah, and then he also demands that he sees a menu. Like, yeah, like he at Espresso like, Farm. Yeah, it's like, you know what the menu is. You were there on a date last week. Right, it's Green Mountain Coffee and Sodexo croissants. Like, Sodexo. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> Haunting. And he's like, I'll find a way to pay for it if I have to. And, you know, it's fine. It's great. It, it's good scene. Then uh, Rebecca's dad is picking her up from the house to take her to dinner. But she says that she's not going and she has other plans. And Cappy is there picking her up in his truck. And he scoops her up and, like, throws her in the truck. Okay, hot. It was pretty hot scene. It was hot. And she's like in a really cute, like little black dress moment. Yeah, it's um it's adorable. And she says to her dad, you can ask Heather or you can bring Heather. Yeah. (laughs) Heather Byrne. Freaking Heather. Freaking Heather. Then the Cartwright siblings are dropping their parents off at the airport. And Casey's having a heart-to-heart with her mom, who's saying like Right now, your dad's telling Rusty he can stay in the frat. And then she starts talking about all of her, like, really good characteristics that rubbed off on Rusty. And she's acknowledging that she's a very strong woman. And it's great. Um, And she's saying that, you know, even if I don't fully understand, like, your life has value. And, like, basically just trying to give her some validation for her choices and it clearly means so much to Casey like she's just been waiting to hear this forever probably it's a good little heart to heart they have a hug it's adorable um and then they see them off and Casey and Rusty are saying like that was actually a nice trip and then Rusty's like yeah I'm kind of sad to see them go and then over the intercom you hear that their flight was delayed two hours and they look at each other and they sprint out of the airport closet <laughs> and that's that episode i like how her mom says like casey's life has value like yeah she uses like, that word value. Like, i'm glad she finally realized that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah she is, like she does say very nice things and i think casey needed to hear them but she doesn't apologize no, she does. You <laughs> should have that outline from Ashley. Gifts and groveling. Gifts and grovel. Gifts and grovel. I'm gonna get that tattooed. And <laughs> our ACT score. Our ACT right next to our ACT score on the sleeve. Gifts grovel ACTs. <laughs> All I need in this life. That was a good episode. Yeah, winners and losers. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna say loser is Dale. 
because oh my God, that's a good loser for this episode he doesn't stick up for himself he, he never tells his parents that he's annoyed he just kind of like lets it happen and he never sets a boundary with them yeah nah. you know, his parents for as annoying and weird as they are they can sense that something is off, I think. And he kind of owes them an explanation. He wasn't very open and transparent. I'm going to say my loser is Rebecca just solely for the line of he doesn't have any ambition, which was mm-hmm. really fucking mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't feel like her, I feel like her justification still in the apology of like the affair doesn't quite make up for her behavior right but also she's 18 yeah and she's charming like she can get away with a lot right my winner is actually rusty cartwright Mm. yeah a rare win for us sticking up for casey it was long overdue he owed her for everything forever 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 ago i'm gonna go winner is casey i mean i stand a petty queen i love that she turned the car around and made them go into the basement you know what rusty really did deserve it and i i think it's fine that she did that i and it ended up great transparency I stand for women's rights, but I also stand for women's wrongs. <laughs> and it was a good one. I think my winner is Ashley. I just think like her, even though she only had a couple scenes, like she just offers such good advice and she's so kind. Like I, she's just the kind of girl you want to like be chatting with at night over a bowl of cheeseritos, right? Over a podcast. Over a podcast. <laughs> she really is just a seemingly good friend. Like she came to Casey's rescue. She's nice to Rebecca. Yeah, like, who's taking care of Ashley? Like, she, how are her siblings doing? Like, how are her parents doing? Like, we're too focused on, like, Rusty and the Karen. Karen. (laughs) The Karen of it all. Karen's kind of a loser for this episode, too. (laughs) Karen's kind of a loser. (laughs) She really was horrible. Senator Logan is, I mean... I don't know. I think he also, I feel like all the parents were like pretty bad. Yeah. Heather. Very bad showing. Heather was a winner. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, Heather's winning. Um, I Rusty, their dad seemed like the, Casey and Rusty's dad seemed like he was like kind of nice. Like he was more of like the mediator, I feel like. Yeah, he was kind of innocent. He also kind of looked a little like Kelsey Grammer. Oh, interesting. Did y'all catch that? I've been in other stuff, but I can't remember what they are. I didn't catch that, but maybe that's why they cast him. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Thanks for, for joining, joining us on this Rate, review, and subscribe, please. Follow yeah. us on TikTok and Instagram. Yes. And- and share the episodes when you're listening to them on your story and we'll repost them. With your coworkers in an all hands meeting. <laughs> share it with share it with your coworkers in your all hands meeting. And if you do not, tell us. <laughs> tell us. Yes. Bye. Bye.